me want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a Tomato Produce Company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs, 2055 Jared Avenue. everybody it is two o'clock it's time for some call me tim uh we're doing a bunch of training and we have special guest christopher harmio in the house today to talk about what he believes in we're going to be right back on mutinyradio.fm Welcome to Some Call Me Tim, the show that talks to people about God and what they believe in and all that kind of great stuff. We have a bunch of people in the house today, but our very special guest is Christopher Harmio. Hello. Hello. Hey. Am I close enough? Is this- yeah, that's okay. absolutely perfect. Uh, so everyone else can kind of take a seat. We can bring, We can bring another microphone in from out there if you like uh and we're yeah we're we're definitely scrambling everyone wants to talk to you all right so here we are on some call me tim uh christopher harmio do you believe in god no no i don't you don't don't no gods at all no god no gods no no yeah i'm an yeah i'm an atheist i don't you're science Yes, yes. You believe, you believe in science. I definitely believe in science. I hope everyone believes in science. Well, they don't. I mean, I mean do you believe in glo- global warming? Yes. Okay. Do you believe uh, in lizard people? No. No. I, I, did, I did get obsessed with, like, the lizard alien conspiracy and all that stuff for a while. I think I, I, there was a night I, uh, I was just watching a bunch of stuff on that, and I finally, I finally 
got rickrolled and that kind of, I remember that waking do you remember do you know what rickrolling is I, I don't know what rickrolling is okay do you remember that song I'm never gonna give you up oh wait 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 wait, wait. Rick Astley I know who Rick Astley is yeah 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 well basically there's pranks on on YouTube where somebody might lead you to a like look up something like I, I remember the, the the video was called proof that Nuruburu exists and I I, cr- I clicked on that oh. and then somebody came up and then all of a sudden it, that song came up so I was that woke me up and goes you know what I need to go outside I need to freaking yeah go yeah see some fresh I need to stop looking at never gonna stuff. give you up yeah. never gonna let <laughs> you down <laughs> never gonna run but I, but around I'm like, there was a day and I was, hurt you there was a never gonna make you there was concern. a day I was like a really like obsessed with the lizard alien theory well, it was more it's more like I'm fascinated like how how deep that thing is like how many people believe in it yeah yeah uh, it's pretty have intense you, have you got anybody here that like believes in lizard aliens um chris knatzer will oftentimes <laughs> talk about conspiracy theories that he believes in and uh those are i don't know i don't know if he's if he does them on stage so i don't know if he's joking or not i don't know i i have one lizard alien joke but that's yeah what is it oh it was just about like uh um uh, it was just kind of like conspiracy theories around obama I, oh. I was like, there was a lot of weird ones. There was like ones that he wasn't born in this country, that he was Muslim. Mm-hmm. I think there was even a few that he was gay. <laughs> um, I think there was some, uh, Alex Jones accused of Michelle Obama of being transgender. What? And, yeah, this, this is true. What? This is true. This is true. Um, he, um, and, and my, my, yeah. And you, the thing is like, I'm a progressive. I, if I actually found out those things were true, I'd be happy. Right, right. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, if I, if I, yeah, I'd be happy if I found out we had a transgender first lady and a, a gay Muslim lizard alien uh, Kenyan as president. That would make me, that's that's a joke, basically. Yeah, I'm 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 down with all that too. Yeah. Exciting stuff. So, uh, when was there a time when you did believe in God, or you just never have? Oh, you know, I, when I was, I actually grew up in Utah. My family is very evangelical. Oh. I, I, uh, oh my God! In Utah, you were evangelical, not Mormon. I, That's I, I, weird. I wasn't, I wasn't Mormon even. Yeah. Um, no, I was. Uh, I, honestly, before before junior high, I would actually describe myself as like a young Earth creationist. I was I was like that wow. deep. I was that, I was that conservative. But uh, wow. You know, I, I kind of graduated grade school and started like changing my mind on. Because on what death. what what happened? Was it like? I mean, I remember the moment when I understood that religion wasn't for me but do you was there a pinpointed moment where you were like this is a load of bullshit oh yeah my um i remember we actually went on a road trip my my mom was actually dating a person that was an atheist and i went on a road trip and i remember most of this road trip i actually talked to his sister and she and she didn't she she was the same way she wasn't she was an atheist and we just had these like oh am i not close enough okay the um i uh yeah i remember having these long conversations with her and and then my my mom heard some of them and she was and she kind of played with me like oh chris just go to the bible just read it and and i, I really want you to, to do that for me so i i did i started i started reading it from front to i think i got halfway through but just talking to her kind of put that seed of like you know what maybe this is not true because before that, that that's not wasn't even an option the, right. I, the idea that that got the bible wasn't true didn't even that realm of possibility didn't even exist for me. Right. But as soon as that did, and I read the Bible with that kind of just little bit of filter, it was obviously bullshit. It what? just kind of like came out in me like, oh yeah, this is bullshit. You have you had critical thought as a child. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So you you were raised you were raised with critical thought. That's rare now in the United yeah. States with the education system. Are you older than I think you are? You I assumed you were maybe like thirty two. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thirty four. Okay, see, I was right. Um, so you were you were raised in the time where um, we 
you know, cold critical thought from our... No, 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 you're older than... Let's see. It was 2001 that No Child Left Behind came in, which was the systematic yeah. calling of critical thought from our education system. It's why I quit teaching. Mm. But people who were in high school from 2001 to like 2008, mm-hmm. all teaching to the test, all yeah, like... Yeah, it wasn't that bad when I was in school. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I don't remember being taught to the test or any of this. Any, any of the... They, that's how they started figuring out funding for schools is that you take the test and then if you did you had to get gains every year. So it was like the first year they were saying, oh, you guys should really bail on the test because then there'll be a big difference the second year. (laughs) But I was teaching special ed. So I was like, they're never going to pass anyways. (laughs) Like they can't even take, they're like, the test is four hours. I'm like, I can't get them to sit for 20 minutes. Like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we teaching them? And they're like, they need to know about, you know, I, whatever I, I don't even know what they made us teach at this point it was, they removed core curriculum and, and they didn't even have books mm. I had to photocopy all the books yeah. like photocopying Animal Farm what? <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and like giving them packets of books because we couldn't afford books anyways that was that was the early 2000s teaching yay back to uh, Chris Hermione <laughs> so you are 34 uh-huh. you're an atheist now you changed when you were younger. You used to be super, super Christian. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And uh, all right, we're all we're all here today. Yeah. Um, so, how did you get to atheism? How did you get to um, believing in the absence of things as opposed to? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, yeah. When you when you kind of start questioning your faith, you don't like you don't. Uh, I don't think it. I don't think anyone has a. A to B thing, you know, there's usually this transition period. So, you know, I mean, obviously I've played with being agnostic. I just kind of questioned it for a while. Um, I, I, I really had a hard time with like, I don't know. I, when, when did I just switch? I think I actually, you know what? I, I might be kind of lame. I think I just read Richard Dawkins book. And as soon as I did that, I was just like, it was just like, oh, I'm an atheist. I, I'm, I'm, I just probably proclaimed it. Yeah, I'm an atheist. Tell, I, tell us the history behind that book. How did you find it? Was it given to you by someone? Did you find it in a library? Was it like you found it under your father's bed? Like, where did this text come from? You know what? Text I, I, I shouldn't even say I had the book. I It was more I heard about the book and I started listening to lectures by it. I, that's kind of more how I go. I, I'm a listen. I, I listen. I can listen to a lecture easier than I can read a book. Gotcha. Like, I've even... I, I guess I even have audible.com, so I just listen to stuff. You know, right, right, right. So, so I'm, I, I have a really difficult time, like, sitting down and reading things. Like, it, it, huh. in, yeah, in school, I even have to kind of, like, do a, play a game with myself where I read the questions, and then I go back and find the answers. And I, I just to sit down and read is just, like, it's, like, just Are you, Are you in school now? Um, no, not currently. Oh, okay. Because you said in school, and I'm like, what are you, are you in graduate school? What are you I, doing? I've, I've been, I've, yeah, I, well, I'm, yeah, I, I went to school not too. Okay. I'm still, yeah, I, I just joined the military after high school. I didn't go to college right after Oh, yeah. well, let's get in. Wow. <laughs> you were, I didn't know that. You were in the military. This I, is I, interesting. I have a joke about it, but anyway, yeah. I, I, it's never, it's <laughs> flown over my head. I didn't realize you were in the military. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's a stigma. I have a, I have a stigmatization against people in the military. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I'm not a racist. I'm an armyist. Yeah. Or a, what, which, which branch of the. I, I was in the Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Oh, Coast Guard's not. That's not. That's not real military, is it? Am I? Am I a dick? I'm a dick. I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, I mean, no, that's that, that, actually that's my, that's the joke I have. Okay. Like, it's like it's like I, I, yeah, the, yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm in the Coast Guard. That is part of the military technically. Um, and yeah, I, I say something like, hey, when troops storm a beach, who do you think drives them to the shore? Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's usually the Navy, but sometimes <laughs> I remember this yeah, joke. That, now. That was, that was a joke yeah. But sometimes it's the Coast Guard. Yeah. How long were you in the Coast Guard for? 
I was in the Coast Guard for four years. Oh, well, that's it. Yeah. Only four. Yeah. Is that what you have to do to get the college money? That you go yeah. in for four years and then they give you the college money for four years. Mm-hmm. And and have you used it? You haven't no, used no, it all I yet. I haven't used. I've used some of it, but I've used it all. Yeah. Cool. What do you What are you interested in studying? Um. Uh, honestly, I mean, I kind of want to get. Uh, I guess lately I've been trying to get some kind of thing in the medical field. I, I was I was a oh. I was a medical person in the Coast Guard. So I was really. Like light mil- I mean, I was in the Coast Guard and a medical person. That's almost like the least amount of military you can be, and still be in the military. So, so you didn't have to go. You weren't. You didn't go over there. Over no. there. Oh, no, 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 no. Never went overseas. No. Wow. So the Coast Guard not so bad. Not so bad. No. So like as a, I mean, was there any? Uh, did any terrible things happen? Like there was some terrible hazing, or they made you do a bunch of drugs one night. They beat you with a with a sock with a soap in it or something. No, they're. Like, I mean, I mean, they have they have their their basic training. They yell at you. Um, I think I think the worst the worst thing the, the weirdest thing that ever happened to me is is uh, my I remember my uh, my company commander told us to, told he told took me aside and said something about not pulling your weight and if you don't pull your weight on a boat they'll throw you overboard Ooh. and I was like. Being in the Coast Guard, I'm like that doesn't happen. Yeah. I don't. And I'm, I think back, like, why the hell did he? Why did this psychopath tell me this? I got. I don't, uh, yeah. That's, to that's, to that's, scare that's, you, and yeah. put fear into your heart yeah. and soul, so that you'll listen yeah. to his directives. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, I would think that any kind of military would be similar to being in a religion, in that you oh, yeah, are told that. things that you don't question, and yeah. you follow them with blind faith mm-hmm. because whoever is telling you is right. Uh, so it's, I feel like military and uh, and religion are, are very similar. But you don't you've abstained, you've moved away from religion, but you're still in the military. Were you religious when you were in the military, or was no. it before? But and you but you followed what people told you, and you were okay with it. I guess you, you had to be. I mean, there's not real. I mean, if you don't, if you don't, then you're. I guess you stop being in the military. Right. So, I mean, it was. I mean, I was. I mean, like I said, I was. I, well, I was in the Coast Guard, and I also was in the me- me- I, at the last half of it. I was in the medical field, and it's about. I mean, I'm not saying you're not in the military, but it's as as lightly in the military as you could possibly be. I guess, gotcha. except for being maybe stationed in Hawaii. I guess they're really not. <laughs> they're really just like whatever. There. Yeah, I had a friend who was in the Navy because he was a very small man, mm-hmm. and he they put him on a nuclear submarine. And so for six months of the year, he was tiny and under the water. And for six months of the year, he was in Hawaii doing whatever the fuck he wanted. <laughs> like, and it was, and he was like, this is great. But it was because he was, he was short and st- he was like 5'1 or 5'2. And so they put him, they put him on a submarine. They're like, go have fun <laughs> out there with the guys. Oh, geez. Yeah, submarine. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't imagine. Uh, you guys, you guys feel free to ask questions of, of Chris oh. as well. We've got I we've got Anna here of Books and Blunts Sunday is my from mic on? eight to ten. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Um, yeah. Sunday from eight to ten. We, okay. And we just learned that if you try to plug more than four headphones into that little box, It'll... one of them doesn't work, <laughs> which oh, is that's weird. Super fun. Yeah, so only four headphones can go in there. Uh, we're also we have Valerie Vernale of the new Tuesday open mic that's going to be starting soon. What is the name of your open mic called? Uh, we want to call it Sick Sad Open Mic. Sick like, Sad oh. Open Mic. And you remember Daria, the Sick oh, Sad? Right, oh right, 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 right. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wait, how does that Daria song go? There it is. Okay. That threw me. I used to watch Daria. Yeah, I love Daria. I have a friend that I hang out with who's ten, and her name is Daria. Oh wow. And and she 
now is old enough to actually watch Daria, but she doesn't like it yet. Mm. Uh, I also use her as a punchline for a joke. <laughs> she she doesn't she doesn't like that. Yeah. Uh, she's like, why do you have to talk about me on stage? I'm like, because you're just you're so cute, and yeah. it just, you're really good. Your name is a really good punchline. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Arden of night night late night sh- night shift why can't i remember the name of your fucking show it's it's, it's the night space the night space the night space the night space can you turn mine up a little bit because the mic it's, smells as it there that's as high as it goes okay maybe okay. it's just me uh you so can, can you, you can find yeah, you can oh, okay. find your individual knob on that box and you can turn yourself oh. up more but you don't necessarily want to do that if you're running the board because you want the levels to all be dancing right. in the middle and if it's up too loud you, your levels might actually be too quiet so okay. but you can if you're sitting there you can turn it up all you want am, am, I, am I coming in okay yeah am you're I, great you're I, great I, now am I three I can't hear me on my I don't I don't know where you're plugged into you can see oh that you're plugged in somewhere yeah, but you're on mic four okay I, I can hear you because I can't, I, hear, I, hear, my, I can't hear myself very well well and there's I can hear I, you I can hear everybody and I I only leave I only leave one headphone in uh, but we're training like everybody. We even have David Stolowitz out in the gallery. If you have anything to say, there's microphones out there. We can always, oh yeah, we can always use those too. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure out which one. I believe that's actually mic three, probably. There it is. <laughs> pick, pick whatever one. Just pick one. Say hi. This one works. There you go. Oh. They all work. There we go. We remembered from sound checking the other day. Mm-hmm. So uh, here we all are on Some Call Me Tim, uh, the show where we talk about religion and what people believe in. Because mm-hmm. I am I am uniquely interested in everybody's individuality. I really and like that. How they connect to a concept of higher power or mm-hmm. that it doesn't exist or to nature or to however people live their lives. Question for Christopher Harmio: okay. Do you consider yourself a good person? Uh, I, I guess that's... I try to be. I try to be. Do you think that people can be moral without religious influence? I I, I actually kind of think that religious influence screws up people's morality. Yeah. Really? I, 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 com- I, I completely uh, uh, reject the idea that in, uh, yeah, uh, moral influence comes from religion. I think people are... Actually, I'll say something different. I think that people are moral despite their religion, not because of it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, people. But you were raised, but 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 you were raised super super Christian, mm-hmm. and you consider yourself a really moral person. Do you think that I, that indoctrination from a young age? I think I had to correct myself from the stupid moral mm-hmm. things that they th- like. I mean, think about. It. I mean, really think about. It. Like, what, what what do they concentrate on? They concentrate on people having sex, people being promiscuous. What what? As long as you're not hurting, what what is that? I mean, that's the reason we're here on some level. I mean, why is right. that? A, why are you con- focusing on that? How about like you know focusing on you know ending suffering and things like yeah, that? Yeah, what's interesting? Yeah. And, and uh, sorry to interrupt, but because we were talking about that uh, with books and blunts is like um, how some people devoiding themselves of of pleasure mm-hmm. like get makes them closer to God. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that's um, a lot of that is uh, ties into Catholicism. Am I right? When you do the thing, yeah, the, the flogging, the self, yeah, the, the self-flagellation, mm-hmm. and you make yourself bleed because you're a bad, because yeah. you're a like inherently yeah. flawed person and will yeah. never be good enough for God, and right. so you have to like beat yourself up in front. Yeah. Like, that's so weird to me that yeah. you would choose to follow a God that's like, yeah, beat yourself up. Beat yourself <laughs> up. I love it. Like, yeah. feel, feel pain well, for me. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, or or even the idea that. Uh, 
that you know we I, we committed some sins, and then the way he we and have you to should hate for, yourself. <laughs> no, the way the way that we he atoned for it is he we had to brutally kill his son. Like why right. is that? Why is that moral? Right. We've talked, well, and, I mean, and we've yeah. gone into yeah. the um, yeah. Abraham Isaac story uh, when we had oh, yeah. we've had some we've had some Jews on mm. that know <laughs> about the and I was I was raised and you were too with yeah. the, the Bible, so you yeah. understand the so stories. I. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with why why would we and that used to freak me out as a kid too when I was in church and I would like raise my hand and it was this thing that I'd say what's the point and in a lot in sixth grade and mm. in Sunday school and people actually got upset with it and oh, they'd yeah. be like it is by faith you have been saved through grace and this not of yourselves it is the grace of God not by men yeah. not by works so that no man can boast and I'm like why do we have to blindly follow the guy that's like women fucked it up you <laughs> you ate the apple everything was great until you fucked it up women exactly and then it's like yeah and if you're a guy you gotta magically follow God and you finally have your only son that wasn't brought like he wasn't his only son because yeah. he had another wife named Hagar and but she was like a, another something she wasn't like a Jew or she wasn't Sarah his first wife the second wife yeah. Hagar so she had a kid but that kid wasn't good enough right mm-hmm. and they because it was like a second wife or something so he waited until Sarah his wife who was like 92 right mm-hmm. had a baby and then God goes kill Isaac and he's like okay yeah <laughs> let's walk up let's go up to the top of this hill and then and the kid's like well where, what are we gonna do the lord will provide and he's like yeah lie to your son and then murder him like yeah. what 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 well, kind yeah. of what are we supposed to um, gain from what, this story what's the one that is about it's like the one about suffer is it it's job right yeah, the, job, the, the yeah. book of job job was oh, yeah, yeah. dude yeah. Well, yeah, where god just tortured him basically because yes. basically the devil dared him to right yeah he's, it was like a, it's like a bet it was like, I bet, I, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's just like, that's, not somebody that's such broism. Yeah. Because that was the whole thing. The devil, the devil was like, hey man, Job, Job only loves you because he's got like uh-uh. 40, uh-uh. he's got like 40 kids and 40 houses and 40 cattle. Like, that's the only reason he loves you. I bet you not. Yeah, and God's like, I bet you not. And then they, and then he took everything away. He gave all of his children like epilepsy. He killed everybody. He gave yeah. them, or leprosy. He gave them all the sheep. Wrath die the wrath of god strikes down he had boils that was finally the he takes everything away from him and then he gives him boils he gives him <laughs> sores on his entire oh body yeah. and job is still like i love you i god. love you though and then still bros that's still, yeah. still bros <laughs> still bros and then <laughs> and then and then the devil goes like oh, i guess you're right and then god gives him everything back mm-hmm. but no because he killed everything yeah like his children don't get to come and then back. job is like yeah sorry god He's like, I remember when I was younger, I uh, I watched this. Uh, there was actually a, 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 a Bible cartoon. This is a Bible cartoon, and it was about this guy. He was I can't remember exactly the names and everything, but he was going into battle. And before he went into battle, he was like, "God, if you help me win, I promise I will murder the first person for you that comes out comes out to greet me." And it was and his daughter winded up coming out, and uh, and so he had to he had to kill his daughter, was sacrifice it? him to God. I can't. Joshua. The maybe. Battle of Jericho, maybe? Something like that. I, oh my I, I, gosh, I, I, know so much. But I just remember this being a cartoon. I just remember watching that as a kid. I was like, what the fuck was that? What was I, that? Even as a kid, I was like, what the fuck yeah. was that? Don't get me started on VeggieTales, okay? I, oh my God. God. <laughs> VeggieTales. Oh my God, I can't oh. with VeggieTales. Well, it's, it's weird, vegetables talking about God. I always liked Lot's wife. That was always one of my favorite stories in the Old Testament. That mm-hmm. The Sodom and Gomorrah mm-hmm. thing that God was so angry that he... And and the reason that he struck it down finally is he that so they wanted to rape the angels. And he huh. Lot was so Lot they were visiting Lot and the angels were like, Hey man, we know that you're moral. You get to escape and 
all the townspeople came to him and they knocking on the door and they're like, give us those dudes. We want to fuck them. Oh my God. And then he goes, wow. no, no, no. Take my daughters instead. Oh. So he throws his daughters out in the street and he's like, don't rape the angels. Rape yeah. my daughters instead. Huh. So then that all happens and then the angels are like, let's get the fuck out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh. And so they tell him, don't look back. And his wife like looks, she, some, the idea is that she longed for that life and she looked back she was going to miss the life that they had and then she turned into a pillar of salt this gets even more fucked up he takes his daughters up into the, the hills into the caves into the great caves and after the after the, the it's been it's been destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed they go up to the cave and he gets they're worried the daughters say well there's no people left we have to have children to keep our line going so they get him wasted and they fuck their dad mm-hmm. the two daughters that's so cute the two daughters get their dad wasted and then they have sex with him yeah but you gotta understand the thing about that story is it's it's propaganda for their enemies okay because the the children of the the incest are like the two enemy nations of Israel, Whoa. like Ammon and Moab. So it's their origin story. It's uh, a villain. That's center. interesting. And it's the same thing with Hagar, the, the yeah. first, the the concubine wife or whatever of oh. Abraham, the child that she had uh, became yeah, our the, crazy cousins well, they, they, here. Yeah. <laughs> right, became the. Or, and that's well, that's how they. That's the, another origin story. And then another one is with Jacob and Esau, yeah. because mm-hmm. Jacob came out second, but then Esau was hairy yeah. and oh, weird, wow. and he sold. <laughs> hairy his, and weird. He was. He was a hairy, weird person. Well, he was very manly. <laughs> and then Jacob sold his birthright, or Esau sold his birthright to Jacob for some food. Yeah. And then Esau. And that, that became explains the how father. the younger your, your nation Bible. got the upper hand. Yeah, your Bible right. knowledge yeah. is strong. I, lo- I <laughs> love it. Do you, I, I mean, I grew up with it, and. I think I rejected it pretty early on. So like it's, and I was so young. I think I was, I think I felt the transition and, and kind of like, I don't really care when I was a teenager. <laughs> right, Cause right, I would go right. to youth group and then just go make, <laughs> and I would just like go make out. Like I'd go to youth group and be like, nah, 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 and then go make out with dudes in their cars. You know, that's yeah. like what I did. But I, was I wasn't Christian ba- I was Christian back rub girl. So I would actually listen to the sermon Whoa. and I would give back rubs during it. That was that was a Christian sex was the back rub. Did oh, it not? was and holding hands, holding yeah, hands was, was like the, and the um, d- hand on leg thing. Right, the knee thing. Yeah. which I didn't. This is so. This is so funny. I, <laughs> I thought I didn't understand because I didn't watch porn and I didn't understand. Right, me, yeah, I mean, it's, that I thought the hand on the knee was like a thing. So this one oh, time when this spicy. boy that liked, <laughs> well, wait, this boy liked me, but he, I was a child, I was a sophomore in high school, and he was a freshman in college, and he came back for summer and the. 4th of July and so I'm hanging out with him we're watching the the fireworks and I'm like doing this thing with like my hand on his knee and he's oh like finally he's like what the fuck are you doing my my dick is up here oh. and I was like what? Uh, that's where a penis I is that, that, I thought that the knee thing was a thing yeah. I thought that the thing was a yeah. thing I didn't know it was, I was how so, old were you I was like 15 oh. I didn't know that the knee thing wasn't a thing I, got, I didn't yeah I got cor- corrupt and away from all of them oh, so much earlier I had no idea that yeah. I didn't know that you were supposed to touch the penis yeah me neither I was really that's it took me a minute. It took me. I mean, by a minute, I mean like 15, 16 years. Yeah, yeah same. I didn't know that. And then, and then, like through Wait, the pants to do that was okay. In what are you talking about? Well, no, oh, like, just not. Just in general, even knowing about anatomy oh. or like, because I didn't not, get the talk. I, I didn't get the talk. talk and there was I, no talk. I thought that when yeah, boys I mean, I just liked figured you, you, you gravitated that way. I mean, it's just yeah, natural. You don't think about it. Mm, yeah. It's not a plan. No. I didn't know there was a thing like this is the rules. 
I have, yeah, this is this is the this is how. But yeah. when you're so Christian and going to like youth group and your sexuality is so like repressed and like right. you don't even like and being a woman with me growing up in it and in a very matriarch or I'm sorry patriarchal family, mostly men, like I was like basically sexually like women shouldn't enjoy themselves like or like or even like talk about hey, it or no. That's this all. this oh. goes back to the Jesus stuff. In Making the Bible. out was sex for me at that like basically. As Christian right. as I was, yeah. Val backrubs were, were back, sex, back but the, the thing with the Bible too is that you're taught in the New Testament from the Jesus shit that sacrifice is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're not supposed to enjoy, what, you're supposed to give and give and give, mm-hmm. and and that's what you do, and that's your that's your shit. gift. Give give to even unto death. Yeah, we talked. You know, about like that. Jesus yeah. is on the cross giving for you. Yeah, and you're supposed to be like Jesus. You're supposed to give, 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 and it's, so it's, and it's like not you're not supposed to back. enjoy yourself yeah, at all. Exactly, because we, it's yeah. just like because that's a sacrifice. So oh. it's like, oh, sex doesn't feel so good, but. Yeah. He likes it, so everything's good exactly. that way. Exactly, that's, so what, that's this what I is was the way talking. It oh, is. You, know, you know, there was an interesting experiment about that. I guess they, uh, they. I don't know if you ever heard about this, but there's this interesting experiment where they mixed orange juice, juice and vinegar, and they were trying to get people to drink as much of it as they could. And what they would do with one group is just have them do that, and the other group they'd give them this weird test, and it didn't matter if people were religious or not, but this test had words like spiritual and obedience and just kind of like dogmatic kind of words in it and they found when they gave them that test they were able to drink more of this orange juice and vinegar because it tastes awful I guess what yeah so what they were kind of showing is that religion allows you to endure harsh things right like those those were like not trigger words but they I mean in a way it it like kind of was like sure I will torture myself this yeah yeah huh I mean so I mean it kind of it kind of it kind of gives you an idea why why did why is a human species did we start like believing in these you know gods and invisible beings and things like that so i mean that was kind of i thought that was yeah. i saw it on a show called uh through the wormhole with oh did you ever see that i you know, heard of it oh it's really good yeah but so i think it was yeah and it, it was is it on netflix because i if it's not on netflix yeah, i don't, I don't no, understand no, what's it, happening no, it's not. <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing is real unless it's on netflix anymore. Uh, yeah I, I can't there's, there's i think there's a few episodes on netflix but they're not many there's not okay many. Through the wormhole. It's yeah. pretty good. It's it's pretty. It's 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 like I like when Cosmos came out. People kept telling me, "Did you watch Cosmos?" Oh was, my god! I was like, I was like, no. I every, all that stuff's been on through the wormhole already. I'm I'm already mm-hmm. past it. Yeah. You're you're universed <laughs> out. Yeah, you're I'm like, universed out. Yeah. yeah, my universe. Uh, hey, talking. Whenever I think of the universe, it makes me think of <laughs> DMT and aliens. <laughs> so yeah. I want to ask yeah. Chris uh, Harmio, are you? Are you 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 don't strike me as a person that does a lot of drugs? No, I don't. We talked no. about weed when you came yeah, in because yeah. I was like, "This is what my podcast is about," and he's like, "Okay." You don't you don't you don't you don't like to you don't smoke the ganj. You're it's, not it a. Does, it doesn't it doesn't work. It for doesn't. Me. Work I'm I'm for more you. of a stimulant. I like I I stay caffeinated. I feel, yeah, so that's right. my drug of choice. I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so you're not ADHD. If someone. Oh, can, I am ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how um and we, oh, it's a very complicated that like I'm not hyperactive um i mean stimulants do help me but weed helps with my anxiety so maybe i just have more than one thing but (laughs) i I don't know it doesn't help it doesn't help my adhd weed does not let's just say that right it just helps me to quit it messes it up a lot well sometimes you have to do that whole thing where you match it up so if you have adhd and you do stimulants and it evens you out yes it does like if you have depression you start drinking you'll get hyperactive exactly i'm like a I, no, I heard, I heard stories like of, uh, like people that work with drug addiction, and they actually say people, sometimes people will do crystal meth, and it'll calm them down. Yeah, right, that's right. right, right. Because, because, yeah. yeah, because this, the, uh, from what I understand, it's like uh, 
you have like two types of neurons in your brain. You have a alpha and a beta. Alpha is more like fight or flight. Yeah. It keeps you focused and stuff. And beta is actually your re- relaxed genes. That kind of huh. it kind of keeps your brain from just going all over the place. And the thing in, with some ADHD people is their their suppression. It's called their suppression neurons. They're less active. Huh. So act. So like. It, at the beginning, you saw these happy after kids, and they, what they would do is they would give them downers, and yeah. they would be compl- like, I, if I take downers, I'm a zombie. Yeah, same I'm, here. I'm gone. I can't do anything. I, but if you take a stimulant, you start stimulating your beta neurons, so your your ability to relax. You can actually focus yeah, on you can shit. Actually, you can like, actually, have you? I hope it's not too personal of a question. Have you ever taken ADHD medication at all? Yeah, I took. I I, I have. It's crazy. I take. I took. I have a prescription for Adderall right. for like twenty milligrams. Right, but you don't take it at like all the time. I don't. I don't yeah, I, me neither. I, I don't. I, it doesn't. I had I had a roommate. He had a five milligram prescription. He said right. he said if he took that, he would he would jump off the wall. <laughs> See, I, for me, I'm just like okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, me too. I took. I, I remember one day I was like I was really tired and I took sixty. I, it, I swear it didn't touch me. Yeah. I took sixty milligrams. Nothing. I wow. passed out. I passed I've, out I've, after taking it before. I've, I've heard, I would I've heard, I would lose my. Shit. I've heard people <laughs> say. Like Jesse, I, Jesse Warren has a joke where he says he took sixty milligrams. He goes, "I took so much Adderall, I felt religious." Oh my <laughs> god! Like, I went, never. Yeah. That's... Yeah. He said he like he he went on this different plane. I'm like, I I take that and I was not. Yeah. I, I don't even wow. take it because it doesn't really. I it kind of helps me focus, but like um, honestly, I well, I don't know if I should admit this, but I take like uh something called modafinil, and it, it, that works much better. It's that's meant for a. Narcolepsy, but That's I really swear interesting. It works so much better. I've never heard of that. Med- See, because when I got diagnosed with it, I had so many people tell me that, like, "Oh, that's not real." I think I mentioned that, and, and I'm oh, like, yeah. "Oh, it's so real oh, uh, that yeah. I had to educate myself so much that I'm like." brain just works differently that's yeah, but yeah. that's really interesting yeah i feel the same way when i took um adderall in high school i could actually do my homework um but that like other than that i it doesn't really i have to be doing something for me to take it otherwise like yeah. i'd rather just work with being scatterbrained and just deal with it yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> i just make lists it's not yeah, that exactly, big of a t- exactly. <laughs> if i take adderall though i am an Bonkers. intolerable person uh, to hang out with i, I get out. so <laughs> high yeah. i'm i'm i why I'm would you deeply... ever do adderall oh, yeah yeah, it. people. Who, you no, you just seem like you're just yeah, all over the place. Yeah, it, which yeah. Is, yeah. Like well, and it's the reason I don't I don't take uh, I, I don't take Ritalin anymore. I used to take that for fun. Whoa. I did meth. I did meth for three months. Yeah. I was really really into meth for about three months until it was I was 25. I was very young, and I really liked meth for three months. And I mean, it got bad. It was like we were leaving Davis in a car Aww. to drive to Oakland. Mm. Back in the day, when like you couldn't stop in certain parts of Oakland, it would just be right. like a flashing light because they didn't want you to die. Yeah. <laughs> And we would drive, we'd leave Davis at like, I don't know, like 11 o'clock. I'm like, let's, let's go buy some meth in Oakland. Yeah. And like, we drive down the 80, over the bridges, do the thing, through the woods, get the meth and go back. And then, oh, and this, but say for no to three months, it was terrible. The reason I stopped doing Ice. meth was twofold. One, uh, I wrote a, a novel about Scrabble. But it wasn't about Scrabble. It wasn't about it wasn't about anything. So this is what the problem was. I I would do I would do meth and play Scrabble, and I was really really into Scrabble. So I wrote this book, but the whole thing is that every sentence had to have seventeen points in it. 
with the words and each page had to have a certain amount of points so I was going through and revising it and making and being like cat C-A-T that's three because T is T is one C is one oh you get really into those okay so it's three that's three so I have 15 more letters and then I'm gonna have and so I was like counting up all the letters and then on the page and then it just stopped making sense so that was the first thing was like I just wasted three months of my life thinking thinking I'm a genius I think I'm a genius it doesn't make sense and then the second thing was I drove into West Sac to sing karaoke with two friends at this crazy karaoke bar and um, I went in the bathroom to do some meth but they didn't have a back on their toilet seat so I stuck a straw in the bag and just kind of went for it and I took way too much oh meth I took way wait so I never just stick your nose in the bat in a bag of meth that is like the worst <laughs> thing that you can rule. possibly do I, I love Tam's advice don't, dip, you, you don't dip in with the straw into Pam. any bag the key bump out never dip in it Pam, <laughs> Pam, 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 Pam has the best advice what was the advice about don't she has pro tips don't, 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 don't do yeah with if your, you're your hallucinogens if you're uh, well right. there's a couple things you never do cocaine and um, with Molly oh, they are God. they are terrible for each other all you do is you're like you're like awake and thinking you're gonna have a heart attack it's like yeah. okay I feel great except I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack I'm yep. gonna die and so you lose <laughs> the good stuff of the Molly and you get all the bad stuff of, of the, the cocaine yeah. that, so that's bad and then if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours you don't eat your boogers you smoke them that is the other advice for people also never stick your nose in a bag of pe- never straw in the bag of a powder no. never don't do it unless don't. you want to quit drugs Okay. The more you know. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't do. I used to do a lot of crazy drugs, but I don't anymore. But that was when I was sort of breaking out of. I don't know. I was out of college and I was trying to. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know why I was doing that. There was no reason for it. You're experimenting with life. Yeah. This is the weird thing about it. At the time, I was teaching junior high. <laughs> so I was teaching junior high, doing theater at night, writing this novel. I just never slept. But it was. I mean. It was crazy. I, I, teaching teaching junior hires on I'm, meth is I'm, not fun. I'm wondering, is there somebody that's ever came by and been like, oh, I did meth, but for a good reason. There's a good reason I did meth. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard, yeah. Uh, maybe truck drivers? <laughs> and I think like pilots used to do meth or whatever just so they could oh, stay on programmers. Yeah, 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 so then yeah, you yeah, get those yeah, things yeah, yeah. about like the whole like they uh, hallucinate or whatever. And people are like, no, there are UFOs for real. And I'm like, they were also on meth. So like we have to like <laughs> take this with a grain of salt. Right, right. I'll I'll pull that down so that you can play with it for a sec. Uh, back to Chris. I'm sorry. I I bogarted the story story time. Uh, so what's the? I still we didn't you didn't tell us a disturbing thing that happened to you while you were in the military. Can you tell us the most disturbing thing that happened while you were in the military? I, I didn't have it. Uh, God, I, I think the guy my I, I thought I told you yeah, the company commander. Told yeah, me. told you we were gonna jump out of thing, but th- that's not very disturbing. That's about that. That's th- it. Th- it's, four th- years. I mean, they were just kind of dicks. You, people were dicks to you for four years. That was kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's I mean, the I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was stressful, and it was it was stressful for like no reason. Like I worked in an, actually after I got out of the Coast Guard or out of the clinic, I worked in an emergency room, and I thought the emergency room was like ten times more relaxing than the, the Coast Guard. Really? And it, I mean, it's harder work, but it was like I wasn't as stressed out stressed out like it, it just. 
like i mean having adhd and being in the military is very like because i would be bad about like they'd send out an email we need to do some paperwork and i'd forget about it like just stupid little things like forget about i it. mean my supervisors were fine with me they were like oh he works hard he does his job blah 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 but then there was these little stupid details i'd forget and uh you know i mean or i'd do something like show up to a uniform inspection my think my my t- tags would be on the wrong side or something stupid like that and of course you get yelled I'm and like, they oh. care they care about the tags oh they oh, care yeah. oh they care about the tags oh. dear god they care about the tags it seems something so small and they're that's all the military's about is small things just minutia about finding anything micromanage out of, out of to fuck with you yeah it's yeah, to, yeah. How, so how do you feel about micromanagement now are you oh I, I, hate, I hate it I would I would hate yeah I think I think uh I think I mean I, I that's why I like the emergency room because you can't macromanage it. You kind of have to. I mean, you can send some. You can send people off in directions, but that's about all you got. You can't. You can't mark micromanage an emergency room. There's too much going on. Right. Yeah. So, but you just trust in everyone but, that but, they're going to get you know, it all the, done. The, the crazy thing is, it, it, it works in like, like if you if you, in in a good. I'm sure there's places where it's bad, but in the place where I worked, it was crazy. We would have a code. Nobody would even say anything. We would all just, it would just all move as smoothly as you could do like anything. a fine orchestra. Yeah, it was like everybody just knew what they were doing. They, everything was set up and you'd have a doctor going in there going, yeah, give him this. Give him this. It was such a relax. Like, it was kind of crazy. People would come in and they would, uh, we would be doing things and they'd be having a heart attack and they'd be like, oh, you guys are like way too calm for me. Having, I'm, I mean, I am having a heart attack. I'm dying <laughs> over here. And I'm like, and I'm like we're, we're going to help you. Don't, don't, you're in the right place. It's okay. I mean, if you go down, we're going to start pressing on your chest. You're in, the, you're in the proper place if you something – because, I mean, that's the heart attack's not the not – the de- it's the, the uh, cardiac arrest that's bad. Yeah, that's what actually kills you. Because your heart just stops. Yeah, it's when your well, your heart stops. It doesn't stop. It stops perfusing your body. It'll like you. It'll like the heart will wiggle. If the heart stops, you're dead. There's there's nothing coming back from actually the heart actually just stopping. It's where. What if you, you hold it and make it press and you go kunk kunk You make the heart work. Oh, you, I mean they do. They cut open the chest. Well, no, no. I mean if if the heart is stopped, there's that's. They do that if the I mean that's a last ditch effort and it almost never works. From what I understand, they did that to a they did that to I want to say they did that to John F Kennedy and they did that to John Lennon. I they I remember they both of them told they stories. They cut them open and tried to make their heart work. Oh, they, again. yeah, they kind of. I, I've seen it done once. I've only seen a cardiologist do it. Most ER doctors will not do it because it, do, it never and almost it, it never doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, because you're dead. Because yeah. because your soul is inside your heart. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, give my heart to Jesus. Well, I just I'm guessing after you stop oxygenating the tissue, everything starts dying pretty quickly. Uh, oh, yeah, right, because yeah. the heart's pumping, the, the yeah, blood makes yeah. you be alive. I am so like astounded by the concept of the human body and how I'm still alive after <laughs> pumping this much methamphetamine into myself. The, the, the body's pretty uh, pretty pretty resistant. Pretty re- so. yeah. Uh, what do you know about kidneys? <laughs> yeah, it's your like fil- they're filter. Yeah. You're the closest thing to a doctor here that we they're, have. They're filter. Yeah, that's all I know about them. Can you? Can a person that you're not related to give you a kidney transplant? Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a ma- you, they match blood types and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's never it's never 100, but you can. Yeah, you basically go by blood types, and it's has something about with compatible proteins and things like that. And uh, yeah, that's that's. Ba- but the best is to get a family member because it's closest to what your genetic makeup yeah. is. Because so, you're if you if you're not, then you uh, actually you know way back in the day, I guess they used to do blood transfusions, and there was no check. They can, <gasps> they, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't know about blood types. Yeah, and they and it just <laughs> they, were, they knew they knew sometimes a blood transfusion worked and sometimes <laughs> it didn't, and they had no idea why. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, because of the A. I have a really rare blood type. I have a. Oh, I'm yeah. a B plus. I'm a is that, B. Is that, is that rare? B positive. I guess it might be. It, it's like Z, or O. Is it's the like most o negative common. is the, like or I think it's like it's O is the most common. Oh, O is most, I think O is, or o or, negative. Or o is the universal o ne- donor. O, yeah. Yeah. So universal donor. I'm O positive, but that's the o, universal donor, right? O positive. O negative is the universal donor. Most of the time, people will you can take an O pretty. Well. Yeah. Actually, from our stand, if you take you only do one blood donation, like I could probably donate to anybody the first time they do it. But if somebody's had multiple blood donations, they wouldn't. They would want an O negative or somebody that was closer to their type. Because huh. I'm an AB positive. Yeah, I don't know what I am. But do you know that Jehovah's Witnesses can't get blood transfusions? Or whatever? <laughs> Why? Um, something about the temple, the body. Yeah, protect. Yeah, they. Yeah, they, the yeah, blood they can't mix with the blood or something like that. But um, I read this like medical journal thing once in like a doctor's office, and they were talking about like as a doctor, where do your ethics fall? Like, do you just do it no matter what? Cause you know, it's going to save their life. Or do you say, fuck it, they're Jehovah's witness and they got to go. So, you know, wow. well, I mean, you, you it's like a weird thing. Yeah. Well, there is a lot. You can't, you can't do medical stuff to people who don't want it. But this was just like an op-ed that some doctor wrote of like, it, it just feels contrary to what my job is. Right. Yeah, that yeah, Hippocratic to, to oath agree, is yeah. to, to save people. Well, well, but no actually what, to, yeah. perf- to perform medical things on people that don't want them is, is considered no, yeah. assault. Yeah. It's a really, yeah. yeah, yeah, but they do. They do have. I heard they did make laws about kids. Like they can't make. Your, they actually. I don't know if, which states they do it. They did. A few states have a law that says you can't make that decision for a child, even if you're, you're their parent. They they will. Yeah. They'll they'll do the medical procedure. But that's anyway. the weird thing about church yeah. and, and state and all that, right? Like I don't know. Right. Absolutely. It's a weird thing. Oh. Blood and and that no blood transfusion, so you're gonna die, Jehovah's Witness. Sorry. But then when you do the kids clause, there's gotta there's like a level of like people realizing that there's bullshit here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you right, know what I right, mean? Like right. there's this admission of like we'll go with you for only so far, mm-hmm. and then we can't just let kids die. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know? I heard, I heard. You know, I heard. Well, I heard a fucked up thing about Gandhi. Um, no, they uh. I guess, there's a lot. He was a misogynist. I yeah, heard. Yeah, they. Um, I guess there was a. Did you hear this story that like his wife had like oh, a disease? Penicillin, penicillin yeah. yeah. Disease, and she said, "Don't take it." And but then, he took it a year later. And then he he got the disease, and yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. That's, yeah, that's I have a joke that was, about but that. But that was a boring freaking. Jo- that was a boring story. Yeah. The, yeah. No, I have a joke saying exactly yeah. that. And then he's also like a pedophile and a yeah, racist. He got, he, he got ba- yeah, he got bathed by yeah teenage girls and stuff like that. that and younger. Me, that made me sad. I liked I liked Gandhi before that. Yeah. You can still like him. Like, everybody has conflict with yeah. their heroes sometimes. That's you know, pretty, like I still listen to Michael Jackson. You know, yeah. like, I'm not gonna yeah. stop listening to Thriller because you know <laughs> somebody else said. You know what I mean? Like Bad was still a motherfucking badass album. Yeah. Yeah. Off the wall. <laughs> like, I, think it's, I think Off the Wall was his best. Uh, honestly, uh, yeah. yeah. Woody Allen still a good director. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, honestly, I don't. Oh God, and I don't. I shouldn't say this out loud, but uh, I don't necessarily. Okay, I do have a problem with. Pedophilia, I guess if they're, but if you're, <laughs> no. if you're 16, if you're 16, yeah. Yeah. I kind of consider you. If you can get married at 16, mm. I kind of consider you a consenting adult. I don't think it's pedophilia. Mm. That's like statutory. It's not pedophilia. Right. Well, but yeah. he married like he was an old guy oh, and he yeah. married a 19 year old. So technically, it wasn't oh, anything. That's, no, that's, that's his, no. he, Soon, his, his Woody Allen no, no, no. married Sun Yi. Oh, his no, daughter was his yeah, but that was, was the daughter in the closet when he was rubbing her stomach. That's mm-hmm. what. I, yeah, that's what I'm referring to. She right. wrote a whole article about how he touched her yeah, about all the things he did so that's it's not the soon Yi thing it's the daughter thing that's creepy yeah but well, i love midnight in paris like you know what i mean like then there's that uh, yeah, i feel match dirty. point was amazing i've always match liked point. i've always loved enjoyed, match point uh younger men i've always liked i've always been into i mean i'm still gonna appreciate roman polanski like let's yeah. just let's just let it go yeah 
just you know well not really let it go but yeah now we get into this tricky area where we just sound really pervy right 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 (laughs) well and i mean this our 16 year old i mean you can get married at 16 that's That's legal but is a 16 year old girl like is she emotionally stable enough no. to be no. able to make the decision to have sex? Well, I mean, uh, I, there's, I think there's a lot of thirty-year-olds who aren't emotionally stable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, yeah, there's, but then we get into the moralistic thing again because yeah. I mean, thank God I was raised so Christian so that I didn't. I mean, I didn't have sex till I was twenty. Now, did mm. that totally fuck me up? Kind of. But is it better that I wasn't a teenage mom? Probably. Yeah. I yeah. mean, all that body shame made me not have sex when I was a teenager. So. Yeah. Good yeah, my, on you, religion. Yeah, my, yeah, my, my, yeah, my family is very evangelical, and they, but they, but they breed a lot. And not, <laughs> they're not always married when they yeah. do it. Yeah, they, they, so, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if that stuff really like, translates over. Or, I love yeah. the new law in Indiana that if you have an abortion, you have to have a tiny funeral. Oh yeah, oh. The, fe- the fetus funerals. I, w- I, I want to now make a reality show called Tiny Funerals. Tiny Funerals. Oh. <laughs> well, oh. I actually, I feel like, I feel like. What about Bitty Burials? Mi- what? Mini Burials. Bitty Burials. Bitty, bitty, bitty Burials. That's funny. I don't know. That's, that, don't be ridiculous. I, no. I, really, I feel like it would be, I mean, I like arts and crafts, and I think that I could oh. actually have kind of a new. Um, right. uh, economic. I mean, it, it could be a money maker for me, really making just tiny coffins. Oh, you know, Etsy like Etsy would blow the fuck up. Etsy would yeah. blow right in would blow tiny. It would just shut. It would tiny break down. coffins for aborted fetuses. And we selling them on by Etsy. drone. And we yeah. deliver them by drone. By drone. Mm-hmm. Dropped uh, on your doorstep within 24 hours. Here's a question. You know, you're gonna okay. need that okay. shit quick. <laughs> Do you have to have a license to fly a drone? No, no, I don't think so. No, uh, I, I've seen people with like out. You by just the, buy you know, them. Universe, actually, my uh, buy my my, house, my, yeah. my cousin got a cheap one. Like it was mm-hmm. almost like a fifteen dollar one where you, it goes by one button and you just press mm-hmm. and it just it comes up and says hello. That's all it does, yeah. But it's, it's a little. Dr- but no, I've seen people up at the. I saw people. I think messing with one over by a Berkeley University. Yeah, they were just. They were just. They had a little control, and they, it flew up to like the top of like yeah. the, the the freaking clock tower and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, yeah, by my house, the, there's a guy who was flying one when I was waiting for the bus. But like, it's like by the beach, by the zoo. You know what I mean? So like, and he was fucking around with it. And I was just like, this is not a drill. I don't know. <laughs> you like, could fly it yeah. into someone's face. You could attack yeah. a person on a bike. I've, I all I see is danger. They could the, fall out of the sky. The craziest shit I saw someone do with a drone, it was on Facebook, is someone's, like a dude's cat got hit by a car. And so he stuffed the cat to be like a drone. So it was like a drone cat. Oh, oh yeah, I think I heard about it. I think yeah. It wasn't on the news. I think I saw, I think I saw, I, I saw, oh, I saw well, a YouTube clip or something, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But I like, literally, I was like, this is a drone cat. That's this is ridiculous. He likes, it's, a taxidermy drone. That's cool. Yeah, that's really kind of, it's ridiculous. No, oh, that yeah, makes yeah. me very sad. <laughs> no, right? It was, I was like, that poor cat. Uh, Chris, do you like cats? Yeah, yeah they're, they're all right. Oh, you don't I'm have a, a cat? Dog. I don't have a cat, no. Okay. I, I, I had cats growing up. I, I I'll I'll be I'll admit I tortured them as a kid. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! You just I, picked them up when they didn't I, want to I be picked up. You didn't like put firecrackers up their butt or anything. No, no, I did. I would. No, no, nothing. I never. I never. I never like injured a cat. But I. Uh, I mean, I might. I mean, no. I might. Have, like, <laughs> this is I never mutilated a cat. Like I never did anything like that. But I did throw my cat down laundry chutes a lot. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I it was I I, I, <laughs> I have a laundry chute so I I know that, that that that's over yeah that was over thirty years ago so like yeah. or, or th- yeah twenty five yeah, <laughs> yeah it it's okay ago. we'll forgive you for your for your cat <laughs> torturing, <laughs> torturing yeah. as a child it's okay. Yeah. 
I mean, I used to pick up my cat when he didn't want to be picked up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, like, I... If you, you saw me as a kid, I constantly had cat scratches. You would almost think I was a cutter, but it was just cat scratches. And I'm so dumb that I just, I, I got, I swear to God, he, it scratched me and I wouldn't feel it. At least on my forearms, I wouldn't feel it. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I was so like, gentle with yeah. the caress, like yeah. surgeon hands right yeah. there, just yeah. scalpulas right there. Yeah, 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 you're right. They, they, yeah, they so carve, smooth yeah. of a cut. <laughs> so are you an EMT now? Uh, no, you uh, work in an emergency room. I Yeah, I... I when I, I lived in Connecticut, and in Connecticut they accepted the fact that I was what was called a corpsman in the Coast Guard mm. as a certification. Here, I've been working on that. I did get a. I'm, I have to get a phlebotomy and an oh, EMT certification. Right, 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 right. I'm dumb. I went to an EMT cert and I, I did the class. And I passed. And I did everything, and I waited for like two years, and I have to redo the class. Oh, so I, I have to do that. So I do actually. I do want to do work in the emergency room again. I, cool. I really did enjoy it. It's 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 weird. Yeah, you, you have you, the right energy for it. Yeah. Get the stuff done. Stay cool. calm, calm, yeah. have. I'd cry all the time. I don't think I could deal with it. I would oh, yeah. just be constantly. Have I, you I, have you seen a dead body? Yeah. Wow. I used to have to take him down in the morgue. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You know it, did, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Oh. It, it only messed with me if I recognized them. There was a few times there was patients that came in and I was like, oh god, I met this guy. That was the only time it ever fucked with me. I I, I remember I remember actually in Corman School, like for the Coast Guard. It's up up here up here in Penaluma. We went to. Uh, we uh we I went and saw an autopsy, and I remember I remember seeing the body from afar and going I'm not gonna be I thought my first thought was like I'm not gonna be able to do this right. but then but then when I got in there it was almost like we were messing with a mannequin it mm. doesn't it, it doesn't seem you, like a real body yeah you, you know you know honestly like there's a detachment you, you know when I see movies I guess movies more commonly they'll use the, the have the person lay down and like maybe paint them white and I mean it, they. In some of the older movies that maybe used a plastic body. Actually, a real dead body looks like a plastic dummy. Yeah. It look, it does. It, they don't look real. Your your skin kind of becomes plastic. It almost mm. looks like a plastic model. Did you ever see that show Autopsy on HBO? Yeah, where they no. did that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't. I've never seen a dead. Well, okay, I've seen dead bodies from far away, like on the bus the other day on the twenty seven. Uh, there was a dead body on the street, but it was covered with a thing and oh, all of the stuff was out. And I was like, I saw a foot and I'm like, that person's dead. Uh, but I haven't like looked at a dead mm-hmm. person in the, well, okay, wait, 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 that's not true either. I, when I was in second grade, I went to a wake for one of my great aunts in the city and she was a nun and they had, they made us all look at it. And I had to go up to the front and one of the nuns was like, are you going to be a good little nun when you grow up? And I was like, no, I'm a Christian. And then they what? asked me, they because it was my grandma was Catholic, they <laughs> asked me if I wanted to kiss the cheek of the oh, dead person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. I was like, no. And they're like, really, you should. It's like a sign of respect. I'm like, why are you asking a second grade girl to kiss a dead body? What is wrong with you people? But it was awake, and I guess that's what you're supposed to do is you're yeah, supposed to kiss the dead body at awake. They're, they're sanitary. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I know, but that's like so. I but like mentally, like if you're that, like when you're that young to make. No, I mean, somebody, oh, that's yeah. that's sick. I want, I want to make. Because like, that. I mean, I wouldn't. I actually wouldn't do. Why would you have? Well, because like when like my like when my grandpa died, like he was in the hospital here at SF General and things like that, and like we were there and like he passed and things like that, and we went to go see him, and he was still in like the hospital bed and things like that. It wasn't like awake or anything like mm-hmm. that, but I mean out of respect I was still young but I you know I gave my grandpa a kiss on the cheek you know what I mean it wasn't like like but it was of your own volition I I did well my mom was like like, you know like do this but it wasn't like I had I had such a a volatile like I don't want to do this I was kind of like okay I understand like it's a I get it 
Okay. But yeah. it's oh, like, because I, I mean, I knew my grandpa here and there. Like, you know, I grew up with him. Yeah, I have a, I, there's a, somebody, I, have you ever met, there's a girl named Emily Love. She's a tall blonde girl. I don't know. If she's Emily. Better. She's a comedian. Her name's Emily. I don't, Emily Love. I, I, yeah. I don't know Emily Love. Okay. She, um, no, no, she has a, no, she has a great bit about like having a funeral and she wants the body to be anatomic. Welcome to the hall. Welcome to the hall of presidents. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that would be fun, actually. I want to do. I want to do. I would. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Oh, everybody, it, party! Everybody, it, take meth at my funeral. Yeah, like, like, why? why yeah, why lay me down? Like, pass like, out like, drugs open, when open they come eye, in. Open up my eyes and just be like, uh, yeah. oh, that would be. You know what? That, I kind of want to implant that at my funeral. Like, you know, like I know everyone's choice of drug, and when you come in, like you're handed a little baggie. That would be fun, right? At my funeral, sounds like a good funeral, right? Like, I, well, I have a good time. I, I, I want to either be burned, you know, like yeah, little ashes. I want to be ashes on somebody's fireplace, mm. uh, like a cat, or um, I want to be a tree. I want to my whole body. Don't I don't want to be embalmed? I don't understand where this whole embalming thing came from, anyways. Egyptians. Why? But why do we want? Why don't we just bury the damn body? Why do we got to fuck with it and make it look all normal for a while, it's, and it, then? It's separation. It's like having peace with that person's gone. I, I guess there's actually a psychological thing saying, uh, kind of, like I, I know, like for me, like my like my grandfather died, and but I didn't come. I, I lived in Utah at the time. He he was here, and I never I never went to the funeral or anything. And I even remember coming and visiting and being like, oh, I'm gonna go see Grandpa. Oh, he's dead. Like I, I didn't. It it wasn't like. In register, you know, it was weird. My, my, I remember my mom actually kind of complaining, like he doesn't seem like he cares, or blah 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 blah. And it was weird because I, I have to admit, like I was so detached from it, and I wasn't sad until I came back to California and realized, oh, he's not here. Like that was Aww. that was where I felt sad for. It. I didn't. I almost, I had a hard time feeling sad for it in Utah because it just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't grasp it, you know. So what happens in your mind when people die? You don't believe in heaven anymore. What do mm-hmm. you believe happens? Just we're dead. You're dead, and uh, it's gone. Well, I mean, I. You know, actually, there's an interesting idea about that. There's um, uh, the idea of where consciousness comes from. Does it come from the brain, or is it something like our is is our brain sort of a thing that taps into this thing that's called consciousness? Now, if, if it comes from the brain, obviously, the brain dies, you're dead. There's, n- and that's definitely a possibility. There is the idea that our brains are something that actually tap into some this thing called consciousness like the collective unconscious yeah if, and if and if that's true then you know all sorts of things are possible so i mean i'm not i'm not against the idea that maybe like i am i am completely against the idea of a a galactic dicta- dictator i don't like the idea i don't even like the idea i, I don't right. I, I that is not appealing to me at all no, i don't i don't yeah. i would if you I, if you ask me do i want to ble- i don't like I hear people like sometimes atheists go, I wish I could believe in God. I don't wish to believe in God. I don't mm. want to. That's right. I I actually do believe if cosmic dictator. Absolutely. Well, you know you know what's interesting. I, I heard Chomsky said this. He said something about I don't know if you guys know Chomsky. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He said something about like they asked him if he believed in God, and he goes, Well, if God exists, he's the devil, because he goes, if you look at human history, we have been just horrible to each other, and uh, yeah, I mean, and it's and it's been kind of a big history of just suffering and death and blood. Like, so I mean. It, it, do you think that's something that a, a loving God presides over? I well, mean, God created the devil, so yeah. it counts. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like so God I, created everything, so God created that too. I mean, you know. Yeah, so I'm, well, actually, in the Bible, it claims that claims that he, what is it? He says, it says something about like uh, 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 fortune and disaster. I create both these things. So he, actually, in the Bible, it does not. He doesn't even claim that 
he isn't responsible for bad no, things. Yeah, he, he's, yeah. And the Bible says God is responsible for both good and bad things. Yeah, yeah. he reigned. He killed all the firstborn of the, of oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Egyptians. The poor, the poor Egyptians. Like not everyone was an enslaver. Yeah. Just just the Pharaoh was enslaving the Jews. Regular regular Egyptians weren't fucking with the Jews. Mm-hmm. They had jobs too, oh, yeah, right? Well, yeah, but the, then the firstborn of all of them got murdered. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with all the other oh, Egyptians. Yeah. Was it that, was just was the that Pharaoh. The, was that the story where they're like, yeah, I, it's I Moses. Well, let well, me out of Egypt. Exodus out of Egypt. Yeah, wasn't there? Yeah, there the plagues. Where, where they? There was, I remember there was a story where they went into a battle and they, but they left, they left the women and children. He, he came back and he goes, I won the victory. And he goes, No, you go back and you kill their little ones and you, you dash. Oh, you dash their little ones on the rocks and stuff. And God told them, like, you need to finish the job because they. They actually went in and had the battle. Well, and they're gonna the grow up. Yeah. I mean, you know, be vengeful. You know, you gotta nip shit in the butt early. Yeah, yeah nice God. Yeah. I mean, Romans knew what they were doing. Shit. Yeah, yeah just they're slamming babies against the walls. Yeah. Yay. Uh, so here's the reason I believe in the collective unconscious. Okay. I actually believe in it because I thought I was a genius a couple of years ago <laughs> when I came up with the punchline chastity pelt now I thought I am the smartest person alive and I don't shave my chastity pelt and no one wants to have sex with me because of my I don't need a chastity pelt I have a chastity pelt I thought that I was the smartest person alive now since then how many times have I heard that punchline not because people heard me say it but because it's part of the collective unconscious because everyone can come up with this idea because it's out there because it exists and we tap into it when it came to me I was like oh I'm so smart but then I was like well it's kind of hack because a lot of people have come up with it people keep coming up with it and thinking that they're the smartest people alive Mm -hmm. because they're tapping into the collective unconscious oh yeah okay so I believe it because of joke theory. Because even though we, <laughs> even though we think we're original, we're actually not. And, yeah. and, and everything is just kind of a rehashing and understanding where we are. And how do we know what's going on in the world? Like, I don't know, you hear things. You, you experience things on the mm-hmm. bus or you feel it or you see a, something go by and it jumps into your brain and everything's kind of we're all... The, the, the idea that there's, the no, there's no original idea, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's all, it's all connecting, yeah, or connecting, or... And more. how does it, it's like, how does language work? We use the same, we use English language, and we use the same 26 letters to make these different words, there, there, and then there, we push there, there, them together. There was, a, uh, there was a, through the wormhole episode about it, like, where language, where, one of the questions was, where did language come from? And they did this weird experiment where they uh, took different objects, and they uh, uh, gave them words, uh, they gave them words, and they showed somebody the object and the like. You have to know this different word. It was. It had no. There was. It wasn't an official language. That was a made-up language. Oh. Well. Well. Anyway, they, then you'd go to a test and you had to remember whatever everything. Well, and they kept doing this. Well, what they would do is they would take the results. The guy. They would take what he remembered and they would assign that to the next person. And what they found is, over time, all the words became very simple. Like huh. they, they simplified and they kind of were like kind of showing like, well, where did where eventually did. Uh, Language but that, they're doing program. that with like biology, like marine biology and dolphins, like with how, cause like they were studying dolphins, like they have their own language. Oh yeah, they, they, I think there's they, some, some oh, there's basic, gene- like basic, like hello greetings that are oh, very simplified, oh. that are short, precise kind of. Yeah, you know what's kind of crazy? I heard I heard this thing about coyotes, like uh, they were having an issue with um, I I there was this issue with like. Us actually hunting coyotes actually made their population bigger, and it's it's weird why it works because when they howl, they actually they're doing. I guess when they howl, they're actually doing a roll call. They're trying to see how many coyotes are in the area, Whoa. and if there aren't many coyotes in the area, there's something that genetically happens where where well not necessarily that <laughs> they start no, fucking no no no, no not, not even that their body the female's body start having bigger litters. Interesting. Yeah yeah. Wow. That's yeah. You gonna have kids someday? 
Maybe, 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 not. maybe not. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not against the idea, but I'm not. I'm, La- last couple questions. You got a girlfriend? No, no. No. So yeah, no, no, no babies yet. But maybe someday. Someday, yeah. Yeah. Not. You know what? It's probably not going to happen if you keep being a comedian. Okay. I know. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not the place to get the chicks, my I'm friend. Not, I'm not. Yeah. I. I, I don't think I'm ever going to stop being a comedian. I, I almost think that's like the most interesting thing about me. I, my, <laughs> like being a comedian, yeah. Badass. Well, uh, I'd like to thank Christopher Harmio for mm. being on Some Call Me Tim today uh, and sharing uh, your past, your beliefs, and. Uh, and, and all that kind of stuff with us. Thanks so much. <laughs> no problem. Uh, we're going to be right back with the second hour of some Call Me Tim. We're going to record some commercials in here and do some other fun things. Uh, but right now, let's listen to more of Timmy Mooging. Hopefully he's still on there. Double double click on Timmy Mooging so it starts over. Or, or Whippets. Or, uh, Pervert Fervor is in our playlist and we are going to play some of his stuff while we set up Another one of them is Paper Planes. Anything by Pervert Fervor would be fantastic. And we will be right back. We're going to record some new commercials. We're going to record a commercial for Destiny's Mom. And uh, and we're going we're gonna to do that. And then we're also going to listen to Timmy. We'll be right back here on Mutiny Radio. Switch three and four. Oh, good. And then this goes up here. Switch that all the way up.
Hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to Some Call Me Tim. We're going to record some commercials, so it's going to be weird if you're listening live or if you're still listening to the podcast right now. Thank you for doing that, but uh, things are going to get a little bit weird. But enjoy Pervert Fervor in the interim.
hope your legs are looking sexy because you're gonna or I'm gonna charm the pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes and magnetic personalities featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Roman and Destiny's Mom's Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline, San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See y'all there. Sexy. I'll be there for you to care for you to Now bring up Submixer. Cool. So now we're gonna listen to it. So wait, let's see. You made a little movie yeah. at the top, but we can redo it. And that was great though, as a one take, that was amazing. So to listen to it, plug four into the Why is that not playing? Submixer's up. Submixer uh, four is up. Four yes. should be oh, up. Submixer's up. This is what is going on? It's another channel. No, it's submixer's up here on four. Why is that not playing? Submixer's up. Submixer uh, four is up. Four yes. should oh, be up. Submixer's up. This is what is going on? It's another channel. No, it's submixer's up here on four.
hope your legs are looking sexy because you're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of jokes and magnetic personalities featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Roman and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedy.com. Oh, punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Charm Offensive at Punchline San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because you're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of jokes and magnetic personalities featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Roman and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedy.com. Oh, (laughs) punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Charm Offensive at Punchline San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. to it, put up four, and bring up the submix. And- 
Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. Tomato, tomato like that. What a tomato! Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs, 2055 Jared Avenue.
Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy.
everybody. We're going to record some more commercials. Thanks so much for listening to Some Call Me Tim. Uh, you've been listening to Pervert Fervor in the Fills. Coming up, just hang tough, everybody. We're recording some new commercials here on Mutiny Radio. Press record here first and then press that? Right, press record first. Okay. Because, and your, your microphone's on. Ouch. Okay, sorry, sorry. This is the story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being play and start getting real. This is the Six Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Every fourth Tuesday, Six Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my... So now you have to stop, yeah, stop her and just press play on that and you should... This is the story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being play and start getting real. This is the Six Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Every fourth Tuesday, Six Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. This is the story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the sick, sad open mic. Every Tuesday from 8 p.m. to... to oh, shit. Uh, so, stop, you're on the day. as we're recording things yet.
This is the story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Sick Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday as our Sick Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my neck. Perfect. Yeah, that, was that was good on the end. Like, uh, right, press, like, press play. Let's see how it sounds.